0: This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Got a couple of changes defensively. Uh,
1: Braden Ward has gone from second base to center field. Nick Roberts is brought into the game, and Kaiser Weiss has been uh, brought out of the game. As Brian Call lines one, left fielder coming in a couple of steps and uh, then has to go back. Mott made the catch for the out on the ball. Hit really hard by
2: uh, Brian Cull. Yeah, a really good swing there. It just kept carrying. I was hoping that it would go over his head, but stretched his arm as high as he could and was able to catch that thing.
1: That'll bring up uh, Brock Hale. With uh, one man out, and the first pitch is over for a strike. You know, the Cougars have really hit the ball hard these first three innings. Several balls teed up on the barrel, but uh, just can't find a, a hole.
2: Here's the O one one That's up high. You know, this game kind of sort of has the feeling of game one, right, with a little pitcher's duel going on, but the swings have been so much better. Yep. You know, they were just kind of overmatched game one, but they've hit some really hard balls right at them, and, You keep doing that, and they're going to fall.
1: 1-1 pitch. That ball is just foul. Boy, third baseman, very late reaction. Yeah, it's like he didn't see that. He either didn't see it or he thought it was foul all the way. He didn't. He dove after the ball was past him. That was an odd-looking play. Yes, it was. Not sure if there was maybe just didn't see it in the, the ball coming off the bat or what. One ball and two strikes to Brock Hale. David Rhodes with the pitch. And Hale fouls this one off down the right field side. A really nice day for baseball. And the fans have come out a little more here in the ballpark. Saw several young uh, families with BYU gear on making their way in. Pitch is down low. Two and two the count.
2: You know, it's my third year now with the program, and it, it always still amazes me how well Cougar Nation travels. And everywhere we go, we get a bunch of local fans that come out and watch. It's a lot of fun to see that.
1: Here's the 2 2. Brock lines one to center field, center fielder back. Uh, and he will make the catch for out number two. Again, a ball hit right yeah. on the button by Brock Hill, but uh, Braden Ward out there able to run it down.
2: Yeah, another. That's probably five or six now, line drives to the outfield that you think have a chance to get over their head that they've just been able to run down. That'll
1: bring to the plate uh, Jackson Clough. Clough steps in. He is uh, He lined out to center his first time up. Ball fouled off. And the count one and one on Clough. Cougars will play down in Stockton next Thursday night. Tune in here. Uh, It'll be an 8 o'clock Utah time game on Thursday and Friday, then Saturday afternoon. Two balls and a strike now to uh, Jackson Clough. Played Cluff with an extended shift, shortstop almost all the way over behind the bag at second. And here's the pitch that is down low for ball three.
2: Be interesting to see what he goes to here. Three-one count. You really don't want to walk anybody, but you also don't want to throw anything too good to Cluff because he's got the juice to hit you out.
1: Ball. Grounded out toward the second baseman. He's got to wait for the first baseman to get back to the baggie. He got there just in time for the out, and the Cougars retired in order here in the fourth inning. We're through three and a half. No score, Washington and BYU.
0: On your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. We
1: go to the bottom of the fourth, no score, both teams with one hit. And the Huskies will send up uh, Kaiser uh, Weiss. It's actually, actually Roberts. Actually, yeah, yeah, Roberts yeah. came in for Weiss. So uh, scoreboard hasn't got that fixed yet. Nick Roberts into the ball game as he took over at second base. There's a ground ball. One hop right to uh, Casey Jacobs in the third, and uh, Casey's been uh, he's been busy out there at the hot corner. Yes, Makes he a has. good play,
2: and I like when the balls hit to him because he's such a good defender.
1: Brings up Nick Kale. Kale flew out to right his first time up. Kale, the junior out of Simi Valley, three ninety three average coming into the game. He's 0 for now eight in this series. And Justin Sterner's first pitch is up a little bit high for ball one. Might report a couple of Cougars in the pros. Triple-A uh, uh, Jacob Hanneman at the Triple-A uh, Iowa Cubs. Also, well there's three actually. Uh, Brugman is with the Norfolk Tides. That's the Baltimore Oriole Triple-A. That's one step away from the big leagues. And
2: then Brennan Lund playing for the Salt Lake Bees, triple-A. And then Taylor Cole's now off the injured reserve, and he's back with the Angels. Yeah, Cole was banged up, what, 21-day
1: injured reserve. Uh, He's back with the Angels. So great representation of former Cougars, up and down minor league and major league baseball. There's a high fly ball, deep center field, but uh, Mitch McIntyre is there and under it and makes the catch for the out.
2: Yeah, kill thought he got all that. You saw his frustration when he's halfway to second in the air, like, that didn't get out of here. This is really not carrying today. I'll tell you, we've
1: seen a lot of balls hit the center in this ball game, and you'd think sunny day, yeah. sun's out, the ball would carry a little better, but it doesn't seem to be. We had two home runs hit here last night, both by Cougars, one over the left center field wall, one over the right center field wall, and McIntyre came just a couple of feet from the second one. Got a sack, got an RBI and a sack fly on that one, but uh, I thought he'd hit two out last night. There's a fly ball. Right field, Brock Hill coming over. He will be camped under it, make the catch, and Washington quickly. Three up, three down here in the fourth. We're going to the fifth. No score, BYU and the Huskies on your new scan, BYU Sports Network.
0: For more BYU
1: baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Keaton Kringland leads off the fifth for the Cougars. Kringland, McIntyre, Nyberg do up. Scoreless ball game. Both teams with just one base hit. Pitch to Kringland's up high, ball one. David Rhodes has been in command, as has Justin Sterner on the BYU side.
2: Yeah, I need to get a leadoff hitter on. See if you can start to work a, and manufacture a run. 2 0 pitch. Up the middle, base hit by
1: Kringland. Keating a big turn at first base, and uh, again that uh, shortstop plays so far over in the sixth hole. We've been waiting for a Cougar to hit yeah. that
2: ball right there. That he hit that ball right normally where a shortstop would be playing. Yeah, but like you said, they've been playing such a hard shift in that sixth hole that finally you hit one to the routine shortstop for a single. And that ball was hit hard, so a good start to this inning.
1: Kringland with his first hit of the series, and McIntyre steps in. He doubled his first time up. Mitch has really been swinging a hot bat. He's got his average now up to .293 on the year. He has three hits and six plate appearances and three RBIs. And uh, came in last night, did not get the save because the Cougars had the big lead pitch basically two and two-thirds innings of uh, perfect baseball if it weren't for an error on the cougars defensively
2: that's awesome he uh he woke up today and said uh hey coach uh can i not take pregame infield outfield my arm is a little sore i haven't thrown 50, 50 pitches in the game in a long time
1: now the uh, pitching coach out
2: you know it was interesting brent uh you know, I listened to you a little bit when we were at the hospital because Noah wanted to know everything that was going on. And when Mitch hit that home run, I was thinking, like, did he hit it to left field, like opposite field? Because there's no way. Because the night before, yeah. anything in right was an automatic out. And that's a big boy home run right center yeah. that you called. If that ball gets out of here in right center at night, that ball probably would have been in the top of the trees in Provo. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, he, he, he
1: followed that up with a ball that was hit almost as hard. Oh, How about this? Took him right to the end, and they are going to make a pitching change here. So the Huskies make the pitching change. We'll take a 90-second break, be
0: back with more Cougar Baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right,
1: back here is uh, the new pitcher, Chris Michaels. Comes into the ball game. Michaels threw on Thursday, threw very well, through two innings of perfect baseball, had four strikeouts against his BYU team. So Michaels into the ball game. He's got a 4.71 earned run average, three wins, a
2: loss. Yeah, and he's 92 to 95, really comes at you, but he'll throw that fastball.
1: 45 strikeouts and 28 innings by Michaels. Yeah. 16 walks, so not a great K-to-walk uh, to ratio. But opponents are
2: hitting 178 against Michaels. He's their guy. They trust him. They throw him a ton, two to three times a weekend if they can.
1: Runner at first base, nobody out. First pitch to McIntyre is inside, ball one.
2: And I think he actually faced McIntyre in that that Thursday game and struck him out.
1: So Michaels into the ball game, the lefty. And the 0-1 to McIntyre's up high for ball two.
2: Well, good time to hit. And the one thing you know about Michaels is he's going to throw you a fastball. I mean, he's got all the scouts behind home plate right now with the radar guns, and he can throw it up to 95 left. He really whips it across his body. He's going to throw a fastball beyond time here. Here's a 2-0. Checked his swing, fouled it back.
1: Michael six one one seventy five out of Puyallup, Washington. He is a junior, so that's why all those scouts are down there taking a real hard look at this left-hander. Draft eligible this
2: year. Anytime you have a, a low to mid ninety lefty, he's just—they love that. They just love that, especially when he strikes out on the ratio that he does.
1: Two one Ooh, pitch that hit him in the helmet. That. I think that did glance off of his helmet and then came down and uh, either hit the umpire or the catcher and bounded back oh, into fair awesome. territory. But McIntyre trying to get out of the way of that pitch, and uh, fortunately for him, yeah, it got him right on the tip of the
2: of the brow of the helmet. You could see him uh, telling Trent Pratt down there, the first base coach, where it hit him. Yeah, and this is a part of the game here in the fifth. You got first and second, nobody out. Hobbs up, okay, left-on-left left matchup, you've got to execute the bunt because it's coming. You've got it's to coming. execute. It's coming. Get it down and move those guys over and give Abe a chance to drive in a run. You've got to put the bunt down to the third baseman, make him field it, and, and advance those runners.
1: Cougars had a hard time executing this on Thursday night, and the first pitch is way high and outside for a ball, and since Michael's come in, he has struggled with yeah, his he command has, here. he
2: has. And this is the part of the game that Hobbs, as a young freshman, is struggling with. He's never really had to bunt a ton in his career. It's not his best, most uh, comfortable attribute at the plate. But he's working really hard at it. If he can, this is a big situation where he's got to have some confidence and get that angle set early and get it down where he wants it.
1: Want to know the count? Here's the pitch, and here's the bunt. Bunted down the first baseline. First baseman's got it. He'll get the ball to the second baseman covering, so a great job that's by Nyberg on that's, the sacrifice.
2: That's fantastic, and the whole dugout is now greeting him in front of the dugout. They're just pumped. His, his teammates are pumped right now that he was out there and executed that. Now you put yourself in a situation where the infield has to play in, and now you have A. Valdez up against a lefty who he's hitting over 400 against lefties this year. He really sees lefties well.
1: So Valdez will step in. Washington brings the infield in. Interesting here in the fourth or fifth they do that, but they just tells you they must not be planning on scoring a heck of a lot of runs against Turner. and there's a ball hit right at the third baseman on one hop. He's got it,
2: and Valdez is thrown out. Man, the only place you can't hit it is right there. Hit a ball in the air or hit a ball back up the middle. You can't hit a one hopper back to the third baseman. You've got to have a better approach there if you're Abe. Man, that's frustrating. And now Casey's coming up here with two guys on, and you have to find a way as a senior to uh, get the job done. Two men
1: out, two men on. Cougars with a great opportunity here. And Casey Jacobson, who grounded out to the second baseman, his only time up steps in. First pitch is up high, ball one.
2: And unfortunate bounce there on that last at-bat. Just frustrating to not execute. They did such a good job yesterday of executing and getting runs in with a runner on third and less than two. Here's
1: the one-ball pitch. Jacobson, again, right to the third baseman on one hop, and he'll throw him out. The Cougars retired here on a pair of ground outs to Ben Baird at third for the Cougars. No runs, one hit. One hit. No errors. Two big runners left. We're through four and a half. No score. Cougars and the Huskies on
0: your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton.
1: Colton Casanelli will step in against Justin Sterner. Casanelli struck out his only time up. We're in the bottom of the fifth. No score. BYU and Washington here from the Husky Ballpark in Seattle. Lake Washington behind the fence here. A beautiful setting, especially with the sun out. And the sun is out today. First pitch is over for a strike. Sterner with uh, four strikeouts in the ball game. All those were consecutive in the second and the third innings. And Cassinelli swing and foul tip back into the catcher's glove, 0-2. Yeah,
2: and he struck Casinelli out last time on an inside fastball looking. Got him right where he wanted him right here. Put him away. Sterner,
1: again, will, as he always does, from the stretch, little looper. Left field, Nyberg coming hard, and Hobbs is going to get there and make the catch for the out. Did you happen to hear about the pop-up uh, that was hit
2: last night? Did they talk about that at yeah, all? Yeah, the one that Brian <laughs> Sue ended up catching?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Clough came well over 20 feet on the second base side of the bag, calling it. You could hear him yeah. calling it all the way. And he came so hard he kind of overran it. And Sue was just sitting there watching him, and then all of a sudden Sue, they both dove at the same time. I didn't know who had caught it. And <laughs> Sue came up and the ball was in his glove.
2: Wow, yeah, it was crazy. I'm just glad they caught it.
1: Mason Cirillo now steps in. First pitch is fouled off for strike one. Here's the 0-1. Ball fouled off again. Well, the Huskies and Cougars have had uh, lots of history in baseball, as we've mentioned. This is the uh, 37th game between these two schools. Uh, Sterner with an 0-2 count. Ball fouled off again. One of my great memories uh, was uh, coming up here before they had this field uh, built. Two really kind of vivid memories. Just the rain every time we came. Uh, Tim Linskan was pitching for the Huskies.
2: That's awesome.
1: Back That's about ten, twelve years ago, and I remember reading up about this kid. It was about five eight and weighed one sixty. pitch outside ball one, and uh, and I was reading his vo- velo stats, and I thought, Are "You yeah. kidding me? No way!" So he trots out on the mound on Thursday night, and back then they had a. Radar gun in the ballpark, and his first warm up toss was 95. And uh, kind of fun to uh, see him throw here against the Cougars. There's a strikeout of uh, Surreal. Two men down, and that will bring up uh, Raleigh Nichols.
2: The freak, man. That guy could really pitch. Had that crazy wind up, all that long hair, and it just zipped out of his arm. And had
1: that... Put so much pressure on his arm that a lot of major league uh, clubs stayed away from him. They were concerned. But he ended up with a pretty good career with the Giants. I think he won a Cy Young, didn't he? I think he did. Pitch is fouled off by uh, Raleigh Nichols. Pitch is just a little off the plate. One ball and one strike. Boy, much like Thursday, we've got a pitcher's duel going on here today. Justin Sterner has been fantastic for the Cougars. And now it's kind of turned into a pen type of day for, uh, for Washington. Pitches up high for ball two. Yeah, Sterner, we talked a little about his brother who's coming off Tommy John. Yep.
2: Good old Jack. Jack, a bigger version of uh, Justin. Yeah, he's a he's a bigger version, that's for sure. 6'6", six, six, 250. Two balls and a strike. Ball fouled out of play.
1: So talk to us a little about Ryan Brady. Uh, some midweek games a couple of weeks ago. Has he been shut down? Or? No,
2: still still working back into it. You know, throwing a bunch of bullpens, trying to get that location back. You know, the velocity is starting to come back. You know, he was 90-91. Um, just his location and spots, that's one thing that takes a minute after Tommy John. So just trying to get him back to, to doing that. and, and Two-pitch fouled off. And really commanding his secondary stuff. He's got a bright future ahead of him, and he's going to be a, a big-time arm for us. And you're just trying to slowly, you know, think maybe uh, find a way to, to get him in a game to get some more confidence. But uh, right now he's just uh, just working hard to get back to, to full strength. Two balls, two strikes, two outs.
1: And the pitch. Ball hit pretty well. Center field. McIntyre back a couple steps. He's there and will make the catch for the out. The Huskies retired in order. We're through five complete now. No score of Washington and BYU on your new skin, BYU
0: Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. They'll go to the sixth, still scoreless.
1: Brian Sue leads it off for BYU. First pitch, swing and a miss for strike one.
2: Then went to a breaking ball right there. I didn't look like a little changeup.
1: Brian, a ground out in the first. Flew out to center field in the third inning. Here's Michaels' pitch. There's a bunt. Michaels picks it up. No chance of getting
2: Sue. Boy, great bunt.
1: Good idea right there by Brian Sue and laid it down perfectly.
2: Yeah, I love that idea. And Michaels probably should have let uh, Blair at third yeah, yeah, yeah. try to field that because he had the better angle, with the lefty having to stop and turn. There was no shot. And great uh, leadoff bunt uh, single by Sue. You might see Call here yep. try to bunt him and, and, and give Brock a chance to drive in a run. Yeah,
1: middle of the order coming up. Uh, wouldn't be surprised at all to see Brian put it down. He's 0 for 2 today, ground out, and he lined out to the left fielder his last time up there, especially against that left-hand left-hander and there's a bunt down the line good bunt picked up by the first baseman he tags call but the sacrifice executed perfectly by call and now the Cougars with a go-ahead run in scoring position and
2: Brock Hale coming up well this is where we've always talked right Brent your guys these are your guys you've got Brock Hale Jackson Cluff and Keaton Kringlin coming up they're your RBI guys guys that have a ton of hits and RBIs in their career you these are the guys you want up in the situation. And if you're going to win a ball game, it's these guys are the ones that are going to have to do it for you. And they got a shot right here.
1: Hale steps in. He's 0 for 2 today. And the first pitch is up high, ball one. Sue with tremendous speed at second base.
2: but look how shallow Ward is in center with Brock up. Yeah. He knows this field and knows you're not getting it over my head.
1: Here's the one oh. Ball hammered deep center field. Back goes Ward, and it is over his head up against the wall. <laughs> he was playing a little bit too shallow
2: for yes, he was. Brock Hale and the Cougars lead one to nothing. I love it. I absolutely love it. I called that one. I'm gonna you, say I you called did, that. You did call I said, that hey, one. you're too shallow, and sure enough, line drive over his head. If he's playing in normal depth, he probably has a chance yeah. to get to that. But that ball was hit hard. Well,
1: we saw that in uh, the other game Ward was out there how shallow he played, and that's okay. But with Brock Hill up there, you might want to go back at two or three steps, and I think he might have had a chance to
2: catch that one. Oh, look at this. Now they're just going to go ahead and intentionally walk Jackson Clough, which the a lefty left lefty left matchup,
0: Amazing. right? He
2: struck him out on Thursday in that same matchup, and they said, nah, we're going to go to this guy on deck in Keaton Kringlin. So if you're Kringlin, you need to take that as a, just a kick in the gut and say, okay, I'll show you. Wow, that's so interesting. Be, I get it. I mean, he, Clough's been the best hitter this year, 41 well, RBIs. But I don't, you know what, but, but left I don't on get left? it. Left on as left? good as Stewart, as good as Michaels is. 95 on an hour yeah, lefty. I just don't hmm. get that. Yeah, I don't either.
1: Kringlin steps in, singled his last time up. And the pitch is up high for a ball.
2: Boy, I'd love Kringlin to get a big hit right here.
1: Cougars have taken a one nothing lead. There have been a bunt single and a double in the inning, along with Brian Call's uh, sacrifice bunt. And the pitch is up high for a ball. 2-0 to Crinklin, with uh, Mitch McIntyre on deck. The Huskies do have some uh, people down throwing in the pen down the right field line. Here is the 2-0 pitch. Runner's going. Boy, Mark yeah, Hale looked like yeah. he was going. It then he did, stopped, put
2: the brakes on. It I thought he was going. So did I. He tricked us both. I'm like, whoa, that's a bad jump. What are you doing?
1: 3-0 <laughs> the count to Kringlin as the pitch was inside. So he got good speed on the bases in Hale and uh, Clough. And 3-0 count. I would think Keaton would uh, have the red light here trying to get another base runner for the Cougars. And that one's over for a strike Keaton hit it hard right up the middle his last time up there
2: he's hitting 246 as he steps in they'll still be really selective here really good hitter on deck here is the three-1
1: that's uh, over for call strike two Keaton might have thought that pitch was a little off the plate, and now the count goes full.
2: Well, full count now. Put a good swing on it or take your base.
1: 3 2 with one out. Two men on, one man in, and the runners are going, and that pitch
2: is up high and outside, and the Cougars have loaded them up. Yeah, really good at-bat there by Keaton. I like that. Coach saying, you know, we're going to still here. we got guys that can run, force a little action. Michaels throws ball four, and now you got them loaded up with McIntyre, who's been really your best hitter the last two days.
1: Mitch McIntyre will step in. He was hit by a pitch his last time. Now the pitching coach out. To talk to uh, Chris Michaels. And I believe McIntyre was the first guy that he faced. Gonzaga leading Portland 6 3. Or, no, Gonzaga leading Santa Clara 6 2 in the top of the sixth. Portland uh, leading USD 3 0 in the fourth inning. St. Mary's leading LMU 5 1 in the fourth. And USF beating Pacific 5 2, that also in the fourth. Key. Key game there, I think, is uh, LMU losing.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: If they did end up losing that ball game, that would give them uh, six losses. And they came into the weekend as the number one team in the conference. And, of course, LM, uh, Cougars will be at Pacific next weekend and at LMU the next weekend.
2: Well, here we go. Big situation. Bases loaded, one out, left-on-left matchup. McIntyre has been really feeling it. You have the corners playing in, middles playing double play depth. Pretty good speed on the bases.
1: Yeah, McIntyre, tough guy to double up. First baseman way in on the green turf. And Chris Michaels, first pitch. McIntyre swinging a miss for strike one.
2: Yeah, big healthy hack right there. I like him being aggressive and taking a hard hack especially early, and then when you get late in the count, go ahead and find a way to just put a ball in play. But try to hit a ball in the outfield hard right here and see if you can get a couple runs.
1: 0-1. That's down low, a ball and a strike. McIntyre hitting from the left side. Cougars have scored one. They've got bases loaded, and that pitch is inside. Right here, bitch, uh, boy, just needs to make contact. Hit the ball hard somewhere. It is, yeah. Put a ball in play. I think good things can happen, especially with the corners pulled in as as tight as
2: they are. Yeah, just put a ball in play here, and and something good's going to happen. Find a way right here. Clutch up and be big.
1: Mitch doubled in the second, was hit by a pitch in the fifth,
2: and that pitch is a ball, three and one. And Coach just gave him the old three and one (laughs) kind of take sign by saying, hey, only one spot and one spot only. If it's yours, unleash or not. If not, go ahead and take that base.
1: McIntyre steps back in. Chris Michaels at the belt. Here's the pitch.
2: Popped oh. up, foul, out of play. It might have been a ball four. That ball was running in on his hands there. A little over aggressive, and now it's full count, which makes you nervous. Here we go. Runners won't be running because there's only one out. But big pitch right here. Be selective. Take ball four or hammer a pitch.
1: Three and two. Chris Michaels looks in, has got the sign. And the pitch, and that ball hit him again. McIntyre's been hit twice by Michaels. By Michaels. Right? Yeah. And the Cougars lead two to nothing. That ball just rode in
2: on him and got him on the shoulder. So how about that, Brent? He's faced four lefties now because he's faced McIntyre twice. He faced Hobbs and he faced Clough. And and Clough and Hobbs is the only guy he got out because it was a sack bunt. The other lefties he couldn't get out, either a walk or two hit by pitch.
1: Now that's going to be it as they make another move to the bullpen. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action right after this on your new skin,
0: BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: Steve Emanuel's into the ballgame, big right-hander, and he will face uh, Hobbs Nyberg. Bases loaded for the Cougars. One man out. They've scored two in the inning. And Nyberg, who has flown out and had to sack Bunt, steps in. First pitch from Emanuels pops out of
2: the catcher's glove, ball one. Yeah, Hobbs, uh, his first at bat, he had a deep fly ball to center, hit hard. You could take that again right here. Emanuels,
1: uh, two wins, three losses on the year. He pitched uh, in Thursday's game through an inning, gave up a walk and had a strikeout. And Hobbs, little looper, shallow center shortstop going out. He's going to make the catch. And no one's able to advance on the pop up. So Nyberg pops out to short for out number two. And that will bring to the plate uh, Abe Valdez.
2: Uh, it's just frustrating. Frustrating to twice now in back to back innings, you have a runner on third in less than two, and, and you don't put together a good at bat. Abe has a chance to make up for that now because he was uh, the last hitter that had that opportunity that grounded out to third. Really need a big hit right here to blow this thing open. Two runs is great, but three or four runs is much better.
1: Valdez uh, 0 for 2, two two ground outs in the game, one to third, one to uh, shortstop. And the first pitch, he swings and misses at a curveball.
2: It just just shows how juiced up. Valdez yeah. is. I mean that, that pitch was not wasn't even close to the zone, a breaking ball away that he swung at, completely guessing fastball there.
1: Two men out. Emmanuel's the big right hander, rocks and fires and that pitches outside for a ball. Emmanuel six five two ten sophomore. This is his twenty first appearance. On the year, he's thrown 35 innings. This this team has a lot of relievers that throw a lot of innings. Pitch to good. Valdez. Good eye there. Took a
2: pitch down low in the dirt. Good adjustment so far. Got fooled on the first one and then took two balls. Now you you sit there and you, you sit fastball, and if you get it, you hammer it. If not, that's that slider again, you take it. Make him throw the slider for a strike, because right now he's proven that it's a, he snaps in the dirt.
1: 2 and 1. Here's the pitch to Valdez, ball hammered foul down the third baseline and the count even's up at 2 balls, 2 strikes. Valdez as he steps in hitting 313 on the year. Taking over behind the dish for Noah Hill. Hopefully Noah is able to listen into the broadcast or not sure probably is over yeah, in the, he definitely, uh, in the
2: hospital. Easton Walker's hanging out with him who pitched last night, and I know they're listening or watching the game for sure. Two and two the count. Here's Emmanuel's pitch, and that ball
1: again fouled down the third base side. Well, the sun has broken out here in Seattle. More blue sky than clouds, and it's turned in to be a, a great day for baseball. And the Cougars here in the sixth of taking a two to nothing lead. Over the Huskies. Ganny Manuals. Set. Here's
2: the pitch. Pitch outside for ball three. Good at bat by Abe right here. Yeah, got full on that first pitch and then since then has been locked in. You like to see that. So now everyone's moving and you got really good speed at first. Knock or walk time right here. Come on, Abe. On deck Casey Jacobson for the Cougars.
1: As Valdez steps back in. And the 3-2 from Emmanuels. And that pitch is down low in the dirt, and the Cougars score another run.
2: On the walk by Emmanuels to Valdez. Valdez's tenth RBI of the year. Man, that's such an awesome at-bat right there. I mean to to start out that bat so bad. All juiced up to be able to calm himself down, lock back in, and have a fantastic at-bat and get a walk to get one more run across is big. Great at-bat, Abe. Now Casey has a chance to really make back-to-back, I mean, a hit-by-pitch and a walk hurt here.
1: Ninth guy to come to the plate, Casey Jacobson, first pitch. That's a fastball over for a strike. Boy, a hit here, and Cougars could score a couple more.
2: You got a chance to really, really, really blow this thing open right here. Because you got great speed at second. So a single is going to score two. 0 1. Pitch to Jacobson is over for call strike two. Ooh, that was a good spot right there at the knees away. So Casey here just trying
1: to make contact, get the ball in place somewhere. Hopefully, good things can happen.
2: I would go to that slider right here. See if you get the swing and miss. That's his go-to when he gets ahead in the count.
1: No balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch
2: to Jacobson, and that is a little bit Ooh. low for a ball. Wow. Tried to sneak a fastball by him and just missed down. Pitcher was walking off the mound. Three runs on two hits. One of those
1: hits was a bunt single. There's also been... Uh, Two walks and a hit batter and an intentional pass in this inning. So the Cougars taking advantage of that as Jacobson swings and misses, goes down on strikes, and the Cougars score three on two hits. There were no errors, but three big runners left on. We're through five and a half, three and a half. Three-nothing BYU over Washington on your
0: new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton.
1: All right, we're back here as we go to the bottom of the six. Cougars put three up in their half of the inning. Ben Baird, Ramon Ramasco, and then the top of the order, Braden Ward. Coming to the plate against uh, Justin Sterner, who... Has uh, thrown a, a great game through five. As Ben Baird singled his only time up, steps in. First pitch fouled off for strike one. Baird, a 297 hitter. He's got 33 hits this year, 11 RBIs. He has three hits in the three games against BYU this weekend. And here's the 0-1 pitch. Curveball just missed him inside for ball one. So a ball and a strike. Baird, Bramasco and Ward do up. And here's the pitch, and that ball's fouled straight back. Cougars have won six of the eight series they have played in this year, looking to try to make it seven of nine. Last week, two and one against Pepperdine, and here is Sterner's pitch, swinging a miss on a fastball, strikeout for out number one here in the sixth, and uh, Ramasco will step in, the catcher
2: or the uh, shortstop. Boy, he just threw that ball right by him, Brent.
1: What's he uh, throwing? Have we got a velo on him?
2: Uh, 92-93 today.
1: Sterner's pretty much been in that uh, third-day starter the entire year and done a good job, six wins for him. Ball popped up, foul. That's going to find the bullpen area for Washington. Down the right field side and the count to 0 and one Cougars got those three runs on just two hits, but there there was an intentional pass, a hit batter, a couple of walks.
2: Some really good discipline at bats, too. A couple of those walks were 3-2.
1: Here's the 0-1. Curveball. Bramasco showed bunt, but the ball landed about uh, two feet in front of home
2: plate. Man, I wish he would have actually bunted that because Casey Jacobson had deked him. He was playing deep, and then... As Sterner lifted his leg up, he on a full sprint, and by the time that pitch was halfway to the plate, he was like 10 steps in on the grass and would have easily been able to get the easy out at first. Ball and a strike. Sterner
1: with the pitch, and that ball is lined down the left field line. Foul. Ooh. Foul by about a foot. That would have been extra bases for Bramasco.
2: That's just a long strike, right, right? That's what we call it. Yeah, one and two the count. Ball hit hard hooking.
1: And just hooked foul. One man out, one and two the count. Masco, 242 hitter coming in, and the pitch is outside for a ball. 68 pitches now by Sterner in this outing. As he will rock and fire, and that ball is hit right at Sue. Brian oh. able to make the play off of the glove. Boy, you... Something you normally don't see out of Sue, and it was actually a pretty easy play. A little yeah. hop came right up to his glove and just glanced off it.
2: Well, it's the first error of the year for Brian Sue. How about that?
1: So an error on Sue, and that will bring up uh, Braden Ward. He's flown
2: out twice
1: this afternoon.
2: You don't see that very often with Brian Sue. Well, you haven't seen it at all this year.
1: So Ward will step in.
2: And the first pitch to Ward is over for a strike. Well, this is a big situation here. You have a three-run lead. Uh, Air gets the guy on first. and Now you have their little scrappy hitter that kind of gets their lineup going. This is a really big matchup right here, and you need to get an out right here. Good runner at at, at first. They could hit and run.
1: Owen won the count, throw to first, and uh, back in safely as Bromasco. He's got four steals on the year and four attempts, so pretty good speed. And excellent speed at the plate in uh, Braden Ward. Here's Sterner. The 0-1 pitch ball hit to Sue. He's got it this time. On to second for one. The return to first. In time. A turn two against Braden Ward. A great pitch by Sterner there. And, boy, Sue made up for that error with a dynamic play out there between he and Clough. And uh, Cougars shut down uh, Washington here in the sixth inning. We're through six. Cougars three. Huskies nothing on your BYU baseball radio network.